Constellation. 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 I looked at myself and I thought, I am healthy. I am wealthy. Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an inclusive podcast that embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA. Plus and neurodivergent voices. I'm Mikey Oreya, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves. I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike. We're back, 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 back again. And happy, happy Friday. Before we dive into this episode, because you know I'm really excited about it, I want to first start off with a couple of announcements and get it out of the way. Number one, the Pretty Intuitive Patreon is live. Woo! There's three tiers, Baby Intuitive, Pretty Intuitive, and Unconditionally Intuitive. With Baby Intuitive, you get my love and thanks for supporting me and the pod, as well as inclusive voting rights because a proceed, a portion of the proceed from um, the Patreon goes to a social justice or human rights organization or charity. So that's the tier for Baby Intuitive. And also you get um, access to unreleased podcast episodes, which I have a lot of. <laughs> and for Pretty Intuitive, you get everything that was mentioned. And also you get a, to be a part of Goddess Channeling Circles, where I, ch- I channel goddess every month. <laughs> and you get to ask questions to that goddess last month was Aphrodite and it was a really great and potent conversation I'll announce this month's um goddess soon and then for unconditionally intuitive you get all of that and you also get to come to the ancestral healing circles that are also monthly they're every first Monday of the month where you'll be able to connect with ancestral wisdom in a really safe and potent space and circle and you'll dive into some healing so if you're hesitant to connect with your ancestors or you connect to them all the time and you want to just be more intentional about connecting to them you could do it once a month through that tier check out the patreon the link will be down below also with that low-key i haven't officially announced this real soon but low-key just so you know i'm going to do an ancestral connection workshop that's going to teach you all about how to connect with your ancestors and work with them um it's on my website the link will also be down below right now it's at early bird pricing so check it out so you can get a really good deal on it and my last announcement is just to mention the pretty intuitive Facebook community group. On Facebook, we have a pretty intuitive group. It's a private group, but anyone can join and where we discuss topics around the pretty intuitive um, podcast, like 
inner child healing, ancestral work, goddess work. Sometimes I do ancestral hype um, posts on there where I connect you to your ancestry and tell you all about the gifts that you've incarnated through the lineage. We also connect and with anything that's popping up. So if you would like to be a part of the community, please check out the link down below and connect on Facebook. Now we've gotten all the announcements out of the way, I'm so excited to dive into the, today's topic. Anger. <laughs> the power of anger. I recently have been talking to a lot of people who have been telling me that they don't yell, which I'm like, wow. Interesting. I don't yell like so much, but I definitely do yell and I still yell as an adult. I have I have yelled. I'm not saying yelling is the best thing, but I think we've kind of gone in the spectrum of like either we do something too much or we don't do it at all. And I definitely am someone who likes a a nice healthy balance. <laughs> And I think there's a lot of um, power and balance. But let's talk about anger and how it is a normal, healthy human feeling. And also how it shows up in our humanness. So I think, I feel like it's, it's normalized to talk about anger and how like dangerous it is. Like you don't want to get angry with um, kids because they are just children and so we should be really um conscious of that which I 100% agree but also like anger is really bad um you know what my thing with anger is actually what's coming up is like my trauma with anger isn't like oh someone was anger at me or mad at me it's like the depiction of how angry I am like the stereotype of the angry black woman and how like as a black woman you're always angry <laughs> um so even if you just voice a concern or opinion people are immediately immediately going to call you angry as if it is something that is um your opinion is unwarranted or unvalid because you're so angry so that's why I get my negative connotation around it but I definitely think like there's um a narrative around anger and how like bad it's it is like we're supposed to be peaceful and light and not angry but I am angry a lot of the times I'm angry about my circumstances about my positionality in society I'm angry about the racism that I encounter almost all the time and I've encountered since I was a child I am angry about the way that we treat um people and with their basic human rights like I'm mad I'm angry do I show that out every day am I going around yelling at people no not at all but for me I kind of understand anger to not be an action that is like supposed to invoke fear but something that just propels me and and like really pushes me to do better um I think there's different versions of anger um as I'm tapping into this right now so like there is like noticeable anger that kind of stems from trauma or might be a trauma response that's not the anger I'm really talking about I'm talking about the anger of like I am united because something within my being knows that this is wrong and this is not okay and it's letting me know that I'm justifiable in this understanding and this emotion is arising as a result of that and so when I was really tapping in with my ancestors today around this topic, 
this is what came up. They were telling me that anger is a human emotion that also invokes our boundaries. And when I heard that, I was like, again, I want us to like center because I'm trying to be more trauma conscious and informed. I want us to, I want to take a tangible time to center that this anger that I'm speaking of, again, isn't uh, anger out of like trauma responses or anger out of um, unhealed spaces. It's the anger that you connect to, that protects you, that kind of tells you that ding, 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 something's wrong. And that kind of uh, propels you and fuels you. There you go. And so anger is a normal, healthy feeling that's neither good or bad. It's just adaptive. So we can have anger in like emergency situations that kind of provide us with strength and like agility and like quick thinking. Um, so we can react to threats of danger, right? It's like our fight or flight kind of tapping into the reptilian part of our brain. Um, but you could also have anger through frustration. Like, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, um, it's pushing me to do better in this regard or respect. Anger can also kind of encourage us when it comes to issues, um, especially when our boundaries are crossed or tampered with. So if someone does something to us um, that really crosses a boundary, that really crosses a part of our autonomy over ourselves, anger might pump up and it might also be projected out so that it's protecting us, but also making a clear statement of this is not okay. You're not allowed to do this to me right now. And so also, though, considering anger as its emotional form, when it's not managed or understood or nurtured properly, it can be very dangerous and damaging in the sense of even health-wise, right? If you find yourself getting angry all the time, especially about small things and things that really don't protect your um, your peace, it can lead to health problems like hypertension. Um, it can lead to um, uh, relationship problems and interpersonal problems like um, strains and relationships and friendships um it can lead to isolation so i think it's like really understanding as with any emotion um is this serving me at this time and is this a response out of trauma or out of protection i think you can even tap into this i want to do this with happiness too like happiness as also, we characterize it as, like, a really good positive emotion, but not always. What comes to mind is, like, um, I was watching a video, actually, of, of Black China and her mother. And it's, like, this really famous clip. I feel like everyone and their mom has seen it. And at one point, she was laughing. They were in a really heated argument, like, very intense, heated argument. And at one point, she was laughing and hugging her mom and saying, like, I feel really bad for you. And she was, like, laughing kind of off. 
And I recognized that in that moment, it seemed like it was a trauma, like she was going through different stages of like responses and like trauma responses just to kind of, because the situation was really chaotic. And it was like a part of a trauma response of like invoking this like, ha ha ha, this kind of like happiness, joyful, um, emotion and expression outward in a, in a way to like diffuse the situation but it kind of just made the situation worse because it was a very serious situation so oftentimes like invoking that emotion would be very beneficial and would be very um aligned with what was going on but in that moment it was just not aligned so even though happiness can be quote-unquote a positive emotion um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's appropriate and so anger is the same way just like with any other emotion so I think it's also important to understand that anger sometimes we think that anger is like um an instinct but it's actually not it's it's something that was learned so also the way that we connect to anger and the way that we project our anger is different from each other because we were taught how to display anger um so some people display their anger by yelling some people display their anger by being really quiet some people display their anger by crying some people display their anger by pushing it down and then it coming out like 3 weeks later um again all something that's learned especially when when within our inner child probably when we're growing up but also in relation to trauma responses and so um as with any skill there's some things that you adopt that within that skill are not healthy and there are bad habits. And there's some things that you can adopt that are good habits. So even around anger, you can have good habits when it comes to anger. I think it doesn't really make sense um, to make a goal like, I will never get angry ever again. Like I mentioned before, sometimes anger is good. We should be outraged about what's going on in Texas and what they're doing about um, having laws over a woman's autonomy. We should be enraged about what's going on um, socially within this country. Like, there's so many different things. And if you're not, that kind of shows me you're a little disconnected to humanity and what other humans are feeling and going through. And so you can be angry about the abuse that maybe you've gone through, about the trauma you've gone through, right? And that's completely valid and it's actually very healthy because it's saying that you're able to tap in and you're able to understand a range of emotions within your body, but also you're able to characterize and really note what might be the root of an emotion and what might be a uh, a manifestation of that root. And so understanding our habits around these emotions and specifically anger and seeing what is like a, a healthier display of anger and what is out of um, fear or trauma can really help with even just the way that we're interacting with our anger and then with other people when it comes to um, displaying it. And so I think it's also interesting. 
I think anger management, right? Like that's probably a term that we've heard so much. Like I know I've heard about anger management so much, especially as someone who's watched Baggers Club. Like <laughs> I swear once, once uh, they talk about the anger management once every season. Um, and that's like characterized as like, you're angry too much. You don't know how to manage your anger. You're angry at, you're angry at so many things, little things. There is the opposite too, which I think we don't talk about as as uh, as much, which is like not being angry at anything, even in the face of like disrespect, disregard, or boundaries being crossed, feeling like you can't tap into anger, being feeling ashamed of like feeling the emotion of anger and guilty of feeling the emotion of anger and not allowing yourself to tap into that emotion. Again, both are trauma responses, but the way that they show up is dependent on us. It's dependent on how we were raised, what we saw, and what really affected us. And so I think just as much as when we talk about, you know, anger management and having too much anger and it especially in appropriate in inappropriate moments. There is concern when we don't have anger at all, when we don't allow ourselves to tap into it in appropriate moments as well that's something to note y'all know if you didn't know I'm a special education teacher and so I have a lot of students who have emotional needs um, and behavioral needs and um, this reminds me of one of my students who was telling me the other day um, because they got frustrated about something and they're like I was just like asking them about how they felt and like just a series of questions and one of the questions they asked was um is it okay to feel angry and they said no they're like no it's not okay to feel angry and I was like no 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 it is okay to feel angry if you're angry you can feel angry what is makes it difficult when you're angry is when you're throwing things because then we won't be able to really sit down and listen to what our anger is telling us because we're doing another action that's distracting us from what our anger is actually trying to tell us. And they were like, I can feel angry. And I'm like, yes, if you feel angry, you can allow that feeling to come up. The only thing that we're asking is that you don't throw things around the room so that we can sit down, we can process and ask that feeling why it's feeling upset. And they finally understood it. And I was sensing from that student that there was a lot of guilt about feeling anger. And so the response, the trauma response to that was throwing things around to distract the feeling of anger even without recognizing that that actually makes things a little bit worse. And I think as adults, we still do that to ourselves because even that child who's like eight, nine years old has that programming that anger is not okay. That it's absolutely okay because it is a human emotion. If we weren't meant to feel it, we wouldn't feel it. We wouldn't have it in our range. And I just think, obviously, some people, this isn't a part of their shadow work. But some people, this is a part of their shadow work. And I think the closer we, I tap into what an inner peace is. Inner peace to me isn't like the same emotion, emotion of happiness and joy and neutrality. That's not inner peace to me. Inner peace to me is knowing and understanding 
your inner workings and your soul and tapping to your authenticity every single day and understanding who you are and having that line up with how you show up in the world. That's what inner peace is to me, knowing that I do everything I can in order to nurture and support myself. And as I do better for myself, I'm able to show up for other people. And I'm intentional with my actions and my words and the things I put out. And I am okay with not being perfect. I'm okay with being imperfect. But I'm also understanding that I'm authentic and I'm authentically living out my life. That's inner peace to me. And anger, for me personally, is a part of my anger piece. Allowing myself to tap into, this is making me upset and it's going to make me fight for what's right. This is making me upset and it's going to make me speak out my mind. This is making me upset and it's going to make me try to help others who this is affecting is a part of my inner peace. That's something I'm giving myself without shame or guilt. I think when emotions become big and kind of unruly and, again, show up in inappropriate times, it's because there's a lot of shame and guilt attached to them. Like, I can't feel this way, and I am feeling this way, and it just makes me feel out of control because I have told myself I'm not allowed to feel this emotion, but because I'm human, I'm feeling it anyway. I just wonder if we tap into this understanding of like, these emotions are going to show up. They are. And they might show up in the worst ways possible. But after they show up, what are you doing to nurture them and understand them? (sighs) It's really interesting when I was kind of like, tapping into different sources um because I like to you know look at different perspectives I was googling this topic and a lot of a lot of what I'm saying isn't like (laughs) people don't agree I understand that but um there was one uh listing on google and it was saying anger is a weakness Anger is a weakness and is also a strength. Because not you can't tell one human what something is or is not to them. Chocolate could be someone's weakness and for someone else it could be, mm, doesn't do anything to me. We're also different yet so the same because we experience these same emotions but the way that they affect us and they flow out and we react to them is so different and it just like it just like tapped into like this the way I'm speaking about anger right now a lot of people are just gonna disagree and that's okay it's okay um but they also have not lived my life. Maybe they don't have much to be angry about. Maybe their positionality is different. Maybe I'm just tapping into the wrong thing. It's okay, but I'm meeting myself where I am now. 
And that's all I can do. And again, like I say, inner peace to me is living in my authenticity. And this is where I am authentically now. <sighs> Thank you so much for connecting with me in this space. Sending you lots of love, abundance, and embracing your humanness. Until next time, stay pretty intuitive. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and co-creating in this intentional space. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Special thanks to Color for allowing us to use this I Am Remix on the podcast.